Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is actually a really special podcast today. I launched the podcast this week and um, I wasn't planning on doing this episode, but I went on social media this week and I just reached out and said, if anybody needs any support, if anyone needs any guidance, if anyone needs anything, I would be, um, I would try my best to be of some use, to be of service, to provide some comfort, some support, some guidance, whatever it is that they needed. And one of the common themes that I've been seeing coming up and the questions that I've been getting and the conversations that I've been having has been around grief. And yesterday, actually at 12.01 this morning, um, I know I'm being very specific, but you'll understand why, in the Ontario area, Ottawa region, Toronto region, and um, some of the big metropolitan areas where I am, um, we're back to stage two of um, this COVID-19 pandemic. We're back into a stage two, so that means uh, restaurants have closed again, gyms have closed again, yoga studios have closed again, events all events are canceled again, theaters are closed again. Um, there's just so many things on that list. And this is another loss for so many people, so many, so many who have just gone back to work and um, are getting their finances back and having that regular income come in again. Um, this is just a big loss for so many who are have already been feeling so isolated, and um, now we're we're back to another twenty eight days of of quarantine and restrictions. And you know, a lot of people have been saying to me, I just. I, I feel like I'm grieving and this is so normal. So what I want to do today is I just want to provide, hopefully provide some normalcy to what you're experiencing so that your experience of the experience doesn't feel so overwhelming. You can feel what you need to feel without it taking over you. And I'm just going to go through some some stages of grief, what you might be experiencing now, what you can ex- expect to come. And I, I wanted to do this because I think it's so important that we normalize our emotions instead of bypassing them. Because when we bypass them and we just push them down, they become pressure cookers. So no matter what your situation is, no matter what your financial circumstances are, no matter where you are in the world, no matter because and, and I see say this because a lot of people are like, well, I have so much to be grateful for. I shouldn't complain. I shouldn't feel this way. You feel it so it matters. You feel it, it matters, period. And that's something that I say all the time because yes, you might have privileges that other people don't have, but that doesn't mean you're not allowed to feel. So being eight months into this global pandemic and now when I record this it's Saturday October 10th and we're in Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada and a lot of us have been you know making plans to to spend it with our families and for most of us unless that family is living in our home we're feeling a little unsettled this weekend by not being able to be with our loved ones I know, I know I am. I, you know, I would love to be able to travel and go and go visit my friends in Saskatchewan. Um, I'm missing them dearly. It's been almost a year since I've seen them. I would love to have a big Thanksgiving 
dinner with the whole family, but with the restrictions of 10 and the large fines, um, that's just not possible. So we've had to sort of split up. And, you know, this feeling of feeling like we should be somewhere, we should be doing something, we should be with people, this feeling of grieving, this is so normal. It's so normal because it's not life as usual. And I've been receiving so many messages, especially leading up to the weekend. And, you know, this happened as well at Easter weekend because um, Easter weekend in April was just, you know, like a month into into isolation and these feelings came up. And now that we're in Thanksgiving and we're in another holiday and Christmas is just around the corner, these things are coming up again and people are saying to me, I'm just... You know, before the holidays, I feel so anxious. Before the holidays, my stress is higher than ever. This is so normal. This is so normal. It's so completely normal. It's, you know, with grief, with stress, with our feelings, we feel so much during the holidays because we're very, very aware of what we've lost and what we don't have and what we can't do during that time because that's the time when we gather with our loved ones the most. So if your mind and your body and your heart and your soul are just feeling everything so intensely right now, I want you to know that you're not alone. And I want you to know that, you know, some days you're going to feel like you're having the most amazing days. And some days you're going to feel so motivated. And some days you're going to feel incredibly inspired and you're going to feel really good. And then other days, especially like this um, Thanksgiving weekend or maybe even just not on a holiday on a holiday weekend maybe just in general you might feel um, really sad and you might be grieving the life that you once had the life where you would have been around the table with your entire family and and all of your friends and maybe you would have been going to an event or maybe you would have been hosting a, a large party whatever it might be you also might be grieving the loss of someone right now and that's really heightened during the holidays as well you know we're we're just grieving we're grieving the 2020 we imagined we would be living So we don't just grieve when we lose people that we love. We also grieve when we lose certain aspects of our life. Um, Like what has been happening, you know, we've almost been close to a year of experiencing all the things that have come and all the losses that have come with this global pandemic. So what I want to do today is I want to just go through the the steps, if you will, of the grieving process so you can see where you are so you'll feel the normalcy of it and be able to allow yourself to go through the the steps of this totally normal grieving process because again, the moment you claim how you're feeling without the guilt, without the shame, without the self-judgment, um, without bypassing it, that's when you experience emotional and mental freedom. You can feel sad. You can feel pain. You can feel all the things that are so normal to feel as human beings without allowing those feelings to make you feel like um, you can't take another step. It's like 
claiming it so it doesn't claim you so that you don't take up permanent residence in it. And I say that all the time when we claim what we are feeling instead of it claiming us, we're able to move through the stages with more ease. We're still going to feel all the feels. It's just going to, we're going to flow with it and we're not going to bypass it and we're going to have the awareness of what we're feeling and that awareness is what guides you through it with more ease. So the first step is, you know, where I think so many of us are in almost daily And one of the steps maybe that we're not quite getting past because, you know, especially with this global pandemic or even if you've lost someone is just you go through this often, which is that shock and denial. You just you can't believe with regards to the pandemic, you can't believe what is happening all around the world. You're so shocked that we're being told to stay at home. We're shocked that, you know, businesses are having to close their doors. We're just shocked that we can't eat out at restaurants or we can't go to events or we can't can't have we can't sit around the the dinner table with more than 10 of our family members and we're thinking like no this is this can't happen to us you know like we're going to be back to normal in a week and 8 months in we're not back to normal we're not back to normal and that is such a shock and we might be in that denial phase especially with something like what's happening right now with the pandemic They're calling it uh, COVID fatigue because I think we're just denying that there is this thing happening all around the world and we're trying to live a normal life as normal as we can and um, things aren't going back to normal. So we're just constantly in this, you know, yo-yo, if you will, shock and denial. And with that comes, you know, often this, this other stage, this other feeling, which is, you know, pain and guilt. And we, we feel, we feel incredibly sad. We feel afraid, but we also feel guilty for being sad and afraid. Because as I mentioned at the beginning, we feel guilty for being sad and for feeling afraid and for feeling all the things that we feel because we still have so much to be grateful for. And for you, you might even be feeling guilty for your joyful moments as well. And that so happens when we experience loss. We think, how can I be experiencing joy and sadness? Can I actually be happy while this is happening? And the answer is yes. And you might be feeling guilty for all the things that you took for granted before the pandemic that you wish you hadn't. And now that you know what you know, you know, you're just feeling all this pain and guilt towards it. This In this stage, it's so so important to understand that you don't have to choose the pain or the joy. You can feel both. You can feel the pain and the joy and the happiness. You can feel the guilt and feel all of the other things, feel have those happy moments. You can feel the sadness for what has been lost and the gratitude for what you still have. You don't have to choose. It can absolutely be both. And I had to do this the other day because I was feeling so woe is me about all of the events that got canceled, all the contracts that I lost, and all of the income that I lost because of it. 
And I was also feeling incredibly grateful for all of the new perspectives and the way that um, I've really stepped into my true authentic values during the past eight months. So I'm not choosing, I'm feeling both, I'm experiencing both. And that is allowing me to flow through it with that awareness and with more ease and claiming it so it doesn't claim me and not taking up permanent residence, feeling a way that I don't want to feel where it just, you know, demobilizes, immobilizes me. So another stage is um, where we get to this realization about all that's been put on hold and the true magnitude of what is happening. And in this stage, we really start to fall into, or we can, not all of you, you, you may not experience all of these phases, by the way. So I don't want you to think you're going to experience all like whatever seven I'm going to go through. I'm just trying to um, normalize and give you some insight as to how you might be feeling um, based on the experience that you are experiencing and you take what resonates with you and that's what you work with. So anyway, um, when when we have this... magnitude when we when we realize the true magnitude of what is happening that we fall into a depression and we start to reflect on our life and our choices and everywhere we've been where we haven't been and we start to feel maybe even incredibly lonely and when you're in this stage I highly highly recommend here um, not to take on this stage alone set up conversations with your friends and family those zoom dates the texting the phone calls whatever it is like this is the time if you're in this stage where you've finally realized the true magnitude do not isolate yourself I really 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 highly highly encourage you not to because Your depression goes so deeper when you're alone and in isolation. And just because you're not with people doesn't mean you need to be alone. So really up your self-care game if you're in this stage. Really up your connection game, your support game. And and reach out to whoever you can reach out to. Because this is a really, this can be a really tough stage where we get stuck in. And I see so many people get take up permanent residence in this phase because the depression just feels so heavy and exhausting. Loneliness feels so heavy and exhausting. Um, And when we really do... um, recognize that true magnitude of everything we've lost it can just feel heavy is the word that comes to my mind it feels really heavy and you may not even want to get out of bed so this is the time when you need to really reflect and take action on what you need and that's why at the beginning of this pandemic I've I was feeling this, I was starting to feel the depression and I was starting to feel the loneliness because I'm an extrovert and I love to be around people and I was starting to feel that. So I really upped my game here and I would ask myself, what do I need mentally today? What do I need emotionally today? What do I need physically today? And what do I need spiritually today? And I've been doing this for the past eight months and I write down the first thing I feel and that is the thing that I give myself throughout the day. That's the support that I give myself and it could be support that I give of myself and it could be support that um, I get or I ask for and and receive with open arms from my friends and family so this is this is a really challenging phase so if you're here don't do it alone 
you're not alone. So many of us are feeling the depression and the loneliness and the reflection of our life of the true magnitude of what this global pandemic is doing to us mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, like attitudinally, right? Globally, socially, all of it. So this is one of the phases where you're not alone. It's totally normal to feel this way. And I want you to work extra, extra hard in this phase to give yourself what you need because this is the phase where it's so easy to take up permanent residence in because of the heaviness of it. I'm sending you so much love if you're in this phase because um, I, I feel it with you. I feel it with you. It's almost hard to move on from that phase because even talking about it because it's so heavy, right? But, but... When we have, not but, and, not but, and, when we have the awareness of this, we're able to experience the emotional and mental freedom by giving ourselves what we need. So ask yourself those questions and take action on the first thing that comes to your mind. Another phase is anger. (laughs) I have been so flacking, flipping, effing angry. Um, yeah, like my journal, a lot of days are filled with F-bombs and uh, it's okay. It's okay to be angry. We're angry about what is happening globally. We're, we're angry about what's happening to us personally. We're angry about what's happening socially. We can be angry about what's happening governmentally, right? In our government, the thing that I want to say about if you're stuck in this phase is to let it out in a really positive way write it out run it out talk it out curse it out scream it into a pillow take the anger from your body because it's so toxic to your body and let it out in a way that feels like a release to you I know some people have told me they've even danced it out like heavy just like heavy dancing like really just pounding out the dance I've, I know some people who are like I have a punching bag and I've just been punching it out um, I remember at the beginning for me in March I was feeling so angry and I went outside and I put my running shoes on and I'm not a runner I don't jog I don't run um, at all even I don't even know if I could run fast enough away from danger. I'm so not a runner and I got my running shoes on and I just booted it down the street and I was so fast and I just ran and ran and ran and ran and I kept running until I couldn't run anymore and my legs wanted to give out and I couldn't breathe and I just ran and I ran with the intention of I just gotta get physically get this anger out and it did such wonders because you got to get it out of your body. So choose a method that works for you while also understanding that it's okay to be angry about this really effing annoying situation experience that we're all in. This is a horrible experience. Yes, could there be worse things? There could always be worse things. We do not minimize how we feel because there could be worse things that have that could happen. We feel what we need to feel. We work through it. We normalize it. We let it out. We write it out. We run it out. We talk it out. We curse it out. We scream it out. We do whatever we can to get it out because it is normal for you to feel whatever it is you need to feel. So another stage um, is where I was in this stage last week and it's this really beautiful upward turn. We, I think right now, especially during COVID, what I want you to really embrace is you're probably going to um, 
be in the ups and the downs consistently and not always up and not always down there is going to be this sort of like roller coaster right now because we're not through the crisis right this is where many of us are right now this is where many of us have landed like our ship has landed here in an upward downward it's like a teeter-totter almost between the two and so many of us are here trying to like be more in an upward turn but then we have a downward turn I'm actually doing like a roll um a teeter-totter with my hands right now you can't see me we're here right now because we're not through it right and that is totally normal this is the stage of adjusting this is a stage if you imagine a teeter-totter where you are just going up and down right you're going up and then you go down it's while we adjust to the new temporary normal and all this stuff changes every single day, you are going to be in this little bit of a teeter-totter. And what I suggest is that when you're in an upward turn and your teeter-totter is up and you feel motivated and your mind is clear, like just ride that wave. Ride that upward wave. Um because this will, this obviously minimizes any feelings of depression and your loneliness might be minimized as well. You don't feel it as strongly. So riding this wave when you're feeling it is going to help you get through the times when your teeter-totter drops and when you're not. So just have that awareness that when we're in a, I'm going to call it a crisis because it is a global pandemic and it is a crisis um, for many of us, whether it's emotional, mental, physical, financial, social, government, whatever it is, I'm going to put it in that category of a crisis. And when your mind is knows that there's a crisis and it's in this unknown, it's totally normal to have upwards and downward turns, okay? So that's that's why you've been feeling like, why was I feeling so great yesterday and today I'm not? Now, the same thing happens when you're grieving the loss over someone, right? When you've lost someone that you love, the same thing happens. One day you're just feeling really good. You still think about them, but you're you're not feeling as sad. You're not feeling as depressed. You're not feeling as lonely. And then something happens and it hits you like a ton of bricks and you're feeling it all over again. Totally normal. So... When you're in the upward stage, you're also pushed into a stage that's called reconstruction and working through. This stage, when you're in the upward and you're able to think clearly, it's because your mind is clear, you're in a you're you feel like you're a master problem solver, you're figuring out how to manage the day's new, you know, quote unquote normal at work or at home. You, you've figured it out, you're out of the reaction mode and you're more into a planning mode. This happens when you're in an upward phase. Again, ride the wave if this is where you are because this, in this phase, you feel like there's no problem you can't handle and you're like, bring it on universe, right? So when you're in this phase and you're feeling like, I can do this, this is the new normal today, right? Put all the plans in place, get organized, get planning, even provide support to others because this is a great opportunity for you to help others who are not in this phase. Maybe they're in a downward turn. Do everything you can. Just understand that, okay, you might have days when you're not feeling that. That's okay. That's okay. That's why I say ride the wave 
in whatever, you know, manage your current today's normal until you potentially um, have to change and shift again because that's what's been happening the past eight months. And I think that's why people feel like they're just spinning and they can't, they just don't know what to do. They're like, every time I have a plan and every time I figured something out, every time I think that I've got it all figured and it's I'm working through it, I'm like thrown through another loop. That's because we're not through the crisis yet. So that's why I keep saying um, oftentimes, sometimes in one day, we might go through, you know, all of these stages of the grieving process um, of the life that we thought we were going to live in 2020. So stage seven, if you will, um, I've gone through six now. If you if you want to put them into numbers, the, another phase can be... A really beautiful one and that's where you trust that everything is going to be okay and what I want you to know is that everything is going to be okay we're just going to have to experience a lot of emotional discomfort on the way and that's okay too if you're feeling so deeply that we're all in this together and you have a knowingness that you're going to come out of this stronger and you're going to come out of this wiser and you're going to come out of this more connected than you've ever been. You're in a beautiful stage of acceptance and hope. And this is where you accept that this is your current reality, but you know that the day will come when you go back to go back to work, when um, you have a new normal, the kids are back in school and things are normal, when life goes back to a more regular routine, when your teeter-totter doesn't feel um, so aggressive, like it's trying to fling you off. Um, this is where you just, you know that you're going to be hosting dinner parties again and you're going to be traveling again and you're going to be hugging your family and friends again. This phase is when you know with all your heart that you are that you will never forget what this experience took from you and all that it has given you and been giving you and will give you as well. And it's in this stage getting emotional talking about that one. It's in this stage that you know that even with all the shock and all the anger and all the pain and the guilt and the loss and the just the 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 shock and the loneliness and the depression and and the crying and you know the angry runs up the road were you you were just a, a human being experiencing what every human being has been experiencing which is being human and being human and having perfectly human and yes, they're, they can be annoying and yes, they can feel uncomfortable and yes, they feel unwanted sometimes and we want to bypass them, but they're all normal emotions. And when you get to the stage of acceptance and hope, um, you're going to feel all that you need to feel and you'll be able to go through all the stages so that you can get back here, right? You go through all the phases so that you get right back to this feeling, feeling hopeful, feeling grateful, having a heart so full of compassion and love that all the other emotions 
just get wrapped in a big hug of hope. And I love that because I know that no matter what I'm feeling, I will always get back to this phase. I will always get back to feeling hopeful again. Um, that's my optimism. You know, I think sometimes I should have called my my business contagiously optimistic, uh, not contagiously positive because obviously I'm not positive all the time, but I'm always optimistic. And I, you know, sometimes I lay in bed and I think there's uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to take on the day. There's no way I'm going to be taking on the day. And then I remember I'm like, nope. You will want, you will get through this because you've gotten through this before. You've experienced this feeling before. You will get back to the place of hope. You will get back there. And it's that knowingness. And that's why it's so important to normalize our emotions and to really pay attention um, of to the emotional scale that we have as humans. Because the moment we normalize it, we can look at it and say, well, if I can feel this, I can also feel the opposite. And you might feel all of these stages in one day. And some are going to take more time to work through depending on what your experience of the experience is and has been. But as I keep saying, awareness is the key. Awareness becomes your guide. Awareness takes away the confusion and the frustration of questioning why you are feeling what you are feeling. And you come back to knowing, I feel it so it matters. And that's why I always say just baby step your way up the emotional scale. So episode 107, which was the first episode of season five that launched last week, I talked about the emotional scale. I highly recommend also listening to that one because it's about not focusing on just getting from point A to point B because it's not always going to be a straight line. Instead, it's focusing on one thing you can do for yourself in this moment, mentally, emotionally, attitudinally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is that you need that just helps you take that little micro step up the emotional scale to feeling the way you want to feel without bypassing the normal feelings that you're currently feeling. And sometimes one step can combat them all. And at the end of the day, it's just about doing what you can, not doing it perfectly, but it's the practice. It's the practice. And when you know that it's just a life practice that we're always going to be up and down this emotional scale and um, have those upward and downward turns and experience all of these emotions that we experience, we give ourselves massive amounts of grace. And that is why I wanted to record this podcast for you today because I want to normalize what you're feeling. You feel it, it matters. So you claim it, so it doesn't claim you. I am feeling this and that is okay. I am feeling sad and that is okay. I don't need to take a, a permanent residence in that sadness, but it's okay for me to feel sad today. Uh, it is okay for you to feel whatever you are feeling. It's okay for me to grieve the life that I thought I was going to live in 2020. It's okay for me to be angry. It's okay for me to feel lonely. It's okay for me to feel depressed today. It's okay for me to feel even hopeful, right? Remember I said like some of us are feeling even guilty about having good feelings. It's okay for you to feel whatever you want to feel and it's okay for you to not always be okay. 
just have hope. If you need to, write big words somewhere, hope, knowing that when you don't bypass your feelings and you do what you can to work through the feelings that you're feeling, even if you need to reach out to someone for support, which I highly recommend, um, that message of hope, that awareness, that hope is there. You just got to shorten the space between what you're feeling and the hope. You just got to get rid of that, all of the obstacles in between. It's still there. Just because you're not feeling it yet doesn't mean it's not there. It's still there. You just have to take those little baby steps, those little micro steps, get the support. Ask yourself those questions and take action on the first thing that comes to your mind. What do I need mentally today? What do I need emotionally today? What do I need physically today? What do I need soulfully today? What do I need attitudinally today? And if you need any support, I'm here for you. I am here for you. I have been offering free coaching to anyone who needs it until this crisis is over. And I am going to continue to do that. And we do that through Zoom or through phone or through texting or through emailing. Um, I am here for you for whatever you need. And I know that if you're in the Ontario area or if you've just got, we're, we're back to closures again, we're back to isolation again. And if you just got hit with this today when it came out and you're feeling all the feels, I'm here for you. I've got your back. Let's have each other's back. Let's have, let's support one another. Let's send each other so much love. And remember that it's okay to not always be okay. And I'm sending you so much love. I love you so much. And uh, I hope this provided you with just um, a little piece of hope, a little bit of awareness, and a little bit of support if you needed it. I love you, love you, love you. And I will see you back here next time. Bye, everyone.